are now listening to the NYYST Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 193 of the NYYST Podcast. I am your host, Christian. And I'm joined by the son of a bitch who can't dance. That's Chris. What up? So you fuck me up, bro. You can't do that. You can't fuck up. You can't go almost 200 episodes and and mess it up like that. And then you screw me up. No, I mean, we switched it up and the Yankees started winning again. So that guy, Rye. Yo, what up? Bullshit, man. You can't throw off a rhythm like that. No, you have to. Now we got, we got, we got good juju. With it's twenty twenty. It, it's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty. Uh, support for MYYST podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools. For your grooming experience, had to get that out of the way early because we need to talk about our balls. First of all, I'm a sucker for a good brand, okay? How fucking nice is just the box they give you? We got, our, we got our Manscaped tools, and Christian's been talking this shit up for months to me now. And I got my, I got my nice box for Manscaped with my nice tools. And my balls thanked me already. Did you guys both use the lawnmower 3.0? I haven't even I haven't even opened it yet. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't have to. I have all this. Oh, you have it already. You have it already. See, we we duped Manscaped a little. We acted as if none of us had the product, so we got the we got double products now. Christian's a huge Christian's a huge fan of Manscaped. I'm sure there's stuff in there that I haven't used, but I just don't. I haven't had to open it yet. Right. I, I need to. I need to re. Uh, I need to get a new bottle of crop preserver. Okay. Anyone who's uncomfortable talking or thinking about balls right now, you can turn this off because we have to get into this just for a little bit. First, before we even get to the trimmer for the 3.0 lawnmower, the crop preserver might be the greatest thing ever made. And that's what Ryan you, uses it when Tyler Wade hits a home run, but yeah, I don't I have think it that's in my hand. And it useful. Oh, it. he used it like that. I mean, it smells good. I'll give it that. Do what you gotta do. But now here's my thing. You, do you use it right after the shower? You no, go use it, no, use it in the morning. Okay, so you're a night shower. Yeah, on the weekend, I'm a morning shower or during the week, a night shower. My question to you is, though, do you use it while you're dry? You got to be fully dry. I don't. If I take a night shower, I don't use it. I only use it. I use it in place of baby powder. Okay. I've never been a baby powder guy. That's why I'm asking. It's and let me tell you something. It's phenomenal. I smell better. I feel better. I used it before I golfed the other day. Didn't chafe. You need to be focused right now. You're looking at the fucking TV like there's something important on. Like he's, there's he's like there's watching, a football game. He's watching his G man. What's I'm the score? Ten nine. Okay. Um, and then I got to the, the lawnmower 3.0, which I used mid shower. 
I don't know how much I like that. I don't know if I like the water hitting me. The fuck did you do that for? Because you can go mid-shower. It's fucking waterproof. Why? And I don't have good lighting in my bathroom because the, the, bulb, on it. the bulb's out, the light's on it. It's fucking phenomenal. And oh. then I, I gave a little trip up. Like I, I slipped up. My, my hand slipped. And I like winced because I was waiting for it. But I didn't get it. And it was smooth. And it was it was just, just a clean look, cut. Yeah. Uh, no, nobody cares. Just Manscaped is a tremendous product. It is just it's an outstanding uh, variety of products. If you don't if you're not somebody that wants to sit there and uh, have a have a she's out of my league moment, you won't because, uh, number one, you really have to be the dumbest person alive to injure yourself using this. But if you're in your mid 30s and you've never manscaped before and you don't want to start now, fine, that's, that's your prerogative. But there are other products. Chris is wearing a T-shirt right there. Right there, boom, t-shirt. Uh, also, the crop preserver. Uh, it's has a kind of a funky name. It's it's basically it's bold deodorant, which uh, you can use in place of baby powder. I don't know. Uh, Chris says he never was a baby powder. guy. I was I never a baby powder guy. So you you usually went. And you know what? Anything. Too, I'm fat. So like my my thighs are big. Rye, can you give me a little uh, Weird Al fat right there? I had no idea what. He, we're not Weird Al. We're not a Weird Al family. Ah. We're not a Weird Al family. But yeah, I'm fat. Like, I chafe a lot, especially in the summer. And I, mean, I never use, use baby powder. Never. I could never just throw baby powder on my balls like a fucking pizza dough. Chafe, 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 chafe. Okay. And I, I wouldn't, I, I, I honestly contemplate killing myself if I don't use baby powder. Wow. That's how painful it can be at times. Jesus Christ. Now you know my babies use it. Maybe you should use a little uh, crop preserver on your on your baby. No, no. Uh, Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Uh, Manscaped has engineered for eighteen months, perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and just released this new and improved lawnmower three that we're talking about right now. This third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade. To reduce grooming accidents, thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. It got, got a little uh, nice little battery uh, stand that you put it on, which is nice. I talked about this too. Water Waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. I needed that. I did. Um, go to manscaped.com, please, right now, if you're a listener of the show, get 20% off plus free shipping with code NYYST20. That's NYYST20 for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Trust me. And your wife, because my wife has thanked me four times. Okay. We're done. That was the show. Cool. All right. So um, you guys can take it from here. I'd say you want us to just take over since you're so fucking distracted. You're too good to be with us today. You don't want to listen. You don't want to chime in because you, you know, what? The Giants are on. I had to hang out with you yesterday, so I don't really feel like I had to. You didn't have to. to I didn't have to invite you. 
I didn't invite anyone but you outside of my well, family. I'm I feel absolutely no um no uh what's the word I'm looking for? Ryan, give me a word. Love. Appreciation. I feel no type of way that you invited me. Like it, it actually ruined my day that I had to spend it with you. I only invited so you so your daughter was there. Yeah. So well, uh, and that's probably why she uh, okay. she has issues today because she was around you yesterday. COVID. She doesn't have Corona. Nah, we're Corona free. We're Corona free. Cor- I think everyone Cor- who was going to get it in New Jersey is dead. So Cor- every Cor- and no one else is getting it at this point. We're all good. Uh-huh. We've all gotten it now. All of New Jersey, all of New York, gone. We got it. It's gone. Okay, Doctor Fouch. Okay. Uh, I haven't heard from Doctor Go Fouch in a while. All right, come on. Let's talk Yankees, bro. This was a great fucking week for us, man. I was it actually. Really was, though. It really was though, because when I mean, when you was- can't beat the Orioles a week before, and then you beat them four out of four times, that's pretty fucking good. We're all here. We're like, yeah, yeah, Yankees win 6-2 against Toronto as we're recording last week. We're like, yay, win. Nah. Don't be losers. No, you win. said it then, the whole episode. You said it. You then, said by the time we get done, they are going to lose this game. They're going to find and, a way to lose and then, it. And then literally, like, I'm like, all right, bye, guys. And then I look up at the TV, and it's like 80-6. to six. I really, I almost texted you guys when they when that inning was fucking going to shit. And I was going to say to you, we we should get back on recording and stop watching this game. Because the second I got downstairs, it was like they couldn't record now. That might have been the worst inning that, off the top of my head that I can remember. Since, since 1995. Since 2004, uh, Game 7, when uh, I think it was the second inning or maybe even the first inning, Johnny Damon hit a three-run home run. No, it was a grand slam. Was dude. it a grand slam? Uh, that, was a, that was only a four run inning. Though, yeah, that, that inning. was it. Yeah. But that was the nail in the coffin. It was yeah, already was two nothing. One. Damn. Uh, Damon had six ribbies in that game. But man, 10 runs in that inning, 67 pitches thrown in that inning. And what was the score going into it? Six to one? Six to two. Oh, six to two. two. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Awful. What, a, what an embarrassment. Yeah, we thought we hit rock bottom that night, but then lo and behold, there was another game to play, and the Yankees lost that one two to one. Uh, they couldn't manufacture any offense on a night that uh, Jay Happ actually give, gives him a yeah. really good start. Uh, let me pull up his his box score from that night, uh, and that was the I, night that Cashman had the team meeting, right? That we that we got the lead yeah, audio, which is like let me what tell you a something. Of if you're listening that. to that. To the leaked audio that we put out, and you think it's real, you're a fucking moron. I mean, look, it, I could like see, you're a moron. I could see thinking the first twenty five seconds are that's real. the best part. But once and Gardner I gotta say, right, yeah, that was by far your best cash, your I, best I, cashman. Uh, you know what I did? I listened to that audio of him ripping half right before I recorded. It was dead on. As long as I listen a little before. But if you th- re- yeah, and we get yeah. we have comments on it like home, this isn't real. They're lying I to us. Yeah, no shit. This is bullshit audio. Like I oh, guess you gotta when, listen to which the part, show. Which part did did that uh, gave, gave that away? <laughs> when he's doing his fucking when he's fucking <laughs> meditating, <laughs> or when he tells Gardner to cut the showers. 
<laughs> you know, I did that in my bathroom with my shower on. Oh, man. Uh, so it happened that game. Uh, six and a third, two runs, four hits, 10 Ks. Yeah. He had man. 10 strikeouts? Yeah. Jeez, man. So when, uh, and also in that game, uh, <laughs> I tweeted fucking Mike Talkman, man. He should just retire because he got pinch hit for Kyle Higashioka. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Uh, so you're. But he started heating up. Right after that game, I think he had a, he had a three hit game, and then yeah. he went back to being garbage. Uh, yeah, so you know, Cashman. If you re- everybody kept bringing up the uh, 2009 team meeting uh, that Cashman had down in Atlanta, but people forget the Yankees won that game one nothing on a Francisco Cervelli home run. Mm-hmm. So that, it's not like they they busted out offensively after that one. It just took the Yankees an extra day. Because the next day, and this might be one of the biggest pitching performances that this team has seen in the regular season in a long time, uh, Davey Garcia went out there and uh, – let me bring this up here. I mean, he was, he, was, he was amazing. I mean, really, when you think about where the Yankees were – and, and the things that could have happened in that game, the Yankees could have fallen under 500. They could have fallen out of a playoff spot. They would have lost six in a row. They would have gotten swept. And Davey Garcia goes out there, and this was his, his line from that night. 21 Seven years innings, old. 21 years old. Seven innings, two runs, five hits, six strikeouts. Just, I mean, ama- just amazing right there. He he gave and, – and really – in the uh, in the second inning, after the Yankees scratch out a run there, uh, he gives up a two run home run, and you're just saying to yourself, yeah, "Game's over." Yeah, but, but the he Yankees didn't. Came back, you know, the Yankees immediately, and you got this is where DJ LeMay earns his money. Top of the third inning, lines went right over the right field wall. Yeah, tie game. Yeah, and you just and now maybe you're feeling a little bit differently yeah. about things. And the Yankees. Uh, scored three in the fifth and then two in the ninth to kind of salt it. And then, you know, now we're, we haven't lost since. Well, so. you, you saw the you saw a team really rally around a young kid that they clearly have a lot of respect for and have a lot of promise for. Uh, I mean, this kid went out there. Not, not only did he dominate, but with the team's back against the wall like that, to go down early the way he did, and to really not be flustered in any way, shape, or form and allow his team to come back the way they did and score those runs and then hold it down? Come on, man. How many guys have gone into the seventh inning for the Yankees this year? Not many. Uh, no, and I've, I, this is uh, Aaron Boone really, you could, you could tell he really didn't want to put Davey Garcia out in the mound in a 5-2 game in the seventh inning. <laughs> but he had, at that point, he had absolutely no faith in his bullpen. And and all the faith in the world in Davy Garcia. I mean, you got to give Davy Garcia enough credit there too. Where who could who better at that point? Whether the bullpen was no. good or not. No, but I think if the bullpen had shown uh, who, and they pitched much better during this recent stretch, if they had not blown as many games as they did, especially yeah. with the way things went down in the uh, on Monday's game, I think you would have absolutely seen uh, you know probably Green or Ottavino. Uh, take that, take the seventh inning there, but Boone, that was his best option, and David Garcia rewarded him. So, uh, you know, you can see not, you can say nothing but high, 
praise for the kid after the way he pitched. Uh, so that that was really good for the Yankees right there. And then and then boom, here we go. Uh, Thursday was a rainout, and then Friday doubleheader sweep. Garrett Cole and I tweeted it. I said. I said, Garrett Cole's got to look at Davey Garcia's performance and say, okay, kid, watch this now. And he, and, he, and he did. Garrett Cole's seven-inning complete game. I mean, it, it is what it is because of the the, the, the doubleheader. But Garrett Cole went out there, and I think that was the first time we really saw the upper echelon of what Garrett Cole is. And can we just say something, too, because I know it's easy to just kind of look at it at the surface and say, oh, it's the Orioles. They suck. Uh, they have like three or four guys in their lineup that are hitting like 350. Yeah. Right. Mount Mal- Castle's hitting 371 at that at that point on that doubleheader. Stewart is one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now. Iglesias is doing a great job. He's hitting over 350. Mullins is doing all right. I mean, they have some guys that are. I mean, they have a contact. decent offense. That's why Alberto. they're. That's why they've won 20 games or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They just took three out of four. So, I mean, you know, you can't look at them lightly. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying, games. you know, the Yank, typical Yankee fan has to find the negative and, and um, all things positive. Now, was was Garrett Cole credited with a complete game there? Because I know if, if he if he didn't allow a hit in those seven innings, he wouldn't have been, uh, it wouldn't have I'd been a recorded no-hitter. I'd have to imagine they, it's a complete game. It has to be. He gets... I, I believe it is a complete game, but he wouldn't have gotten credit for a no-hitter. Yeah, I, I mean. And what a performance like Cole. Three base runners, two hits and a walk, nine strikeouts. I mean, every game he's just striking out batter after batter. Yeah. And he did a much better job 0-2-1-2 in the count. He, he wasn't giving them. You know what was his problem? Higashioka was setting up low as a decoy, and, it was, and he was aiming hot. He was throwing it high he was setting up low but it was really supposed to be high yeah and it would end up right in the middle well i think you just saw a guy in in garrett cole go out there and and just find and just be fed up with himself mm-hmm. and just say fuck it man this is what i got this is what you're gonna get and i'm gonna win nine times out of ten i'm gonna beat you with my best stuff and shoving it right down yeah, he's throat. got it 79 strikeouts and 59 innings pitch this year his whip is 1.02 so i mean and his era is 3.2 so that just shows he's given up a decent amount of home runs, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Eight, his last three games, eight hits against Tampa, where he allowed four runs, earned runs. Uh, Baltimore, yeah, you, four hits, and then Baltimore again, two hits. You so. saw a guy just go out and take care of business. That's really yeah, all then, it is. And then with Tanaka going in game two of that doubleheader, the Yankees had to put both of those games in their pocket. They did. Tanaka gives up the first inning uh, home run. But then after that, you know, he doesn't allow much else. He goes five innings for the win, five strikeouts, three runs. Uh, so the Yan- and the Yankees' offense really busted out. They scored ten runs. That was the game that Luke Boyd had two, um, three run home runs. Yeah. Uh, so then, oh, and then over the week and Saturday and Sunday, the Yankees needed a little, uh, little late inning magic to to win these games because the Orioles' pitching held them down. They won uh, two to one on an extra inning sack fly from uh luke voigt on saturday and then we were uh we were trying to figure out what the hell was wrong with a role chapman in that game so in the in the uh, 90s the yankees had el duque and now in 2020 they have el duque el duque <laughs> uh, i thought you're gonna say a role this crapman so <laughs> that was a good one a lot of a lot of uh 
lot of poopy problems. Yeah, Yankee. that was a bit unfortunate, but hey, you got to he took care so of it. So did he definitely he definitely duped himself? Did he? Is that what happened? Is that really what happened? I people are saying that he duped himself. Uh I thought that he just had to duke, but people are saying that he actually duped himself. But hey wow. man, you know what? He that was one of his best innings of the year. So I mean that's what it Maybe takes. he should shit himself more often. That was that was his best inning of the year. There's no there's no debating it. Wow. I can't believe he shit himself. Is that why he did the thing where he turned around and smiled at the board? I yeah, mean, I don't, I'm guessing. People I thought saying, he was paying homage to to Rodney. I thought he was turning around to pull the. He was why pulling. Do that? I don't know. I, dude, I, in the moment, I couldn't make sense of what he was doing. He turned and he did something weird with his arms. Yeah, because he had poop in his pants. <laughs> What's he doing? He pulled a Tyler Wade. He pulled a T Wade, except he couldn't get out the field. Hey, if he did shit himself, I have a lot more respect for Chapman for for completing the inning. And not coming out of the game. What a shitty game. No pun intended. What a shitty game to to shit yourself. Like, it wasn't even a safe situation, was it? I think no, it was 5-1. No, it was 1-1 in the ninth. The Yankees won that game. No, that wasn't the game he, that wasn't the game he yes, shit it, himself. Yes, yeah. it was. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. He finished the inning, and they won the game. Oh, no, you might be right. Save no, card. they won the game. They won the game. Yes, they won in extra the game. innings. No, that's not. Yes. Trust me, that's not when he did it because I wasn't watching that game. I was only listening. Chris, I'm telling you, it happened Saturday. Oh my god. Agree, Ooh. agree to disagree. No, there's no. It's not. A, it's not an opinion. <laughs> like the two of us have differing opinions. It either happened or it didn't. But Christian, two di- okay. Chris, it happened two days ago from Twitter when I tweeted a roll this crapman. Okay. That was Saturday. Okay. All right. Okay. Some huh? It was the same game that Luke Boyd hit the walk off sack fly, and this is something that we need to get to. It was also the same game where Aaron Boone had yeah, Adam Adovino right. ready to go in the bullpen in the tenth inning and he chooses to go to Jonathan Holder instead. <laughs> what was I doing Saturday? Obviously not, not paying attention to the game. Oh yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was really at. A, I was at a 90th birthday party. But I was watching oh. on my phone. There's always an excuse for you. I had a I had a very busy weekend. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. You don't. What you don't know is. Uh, I was okay, very well, busy. Okay. Well, shit himself. Okay. So let's talk about that. How Adam Montevino is now behind. <laughs> Jonathan Holder. I mean, can't blame him. Order. Can't blame Boone here. Jonathan Holder. Up, we can make fun. Numbers here. We can make fun of him all we want. The guy's having a great year. He's got a two oh eight ERA so far this season. And I gotta, be- I gotta believe a lot of those runs came early. Mm-hmm. Four earned runs and seventeen and a third innings pitch. Fourteen Ks in those seventeen and a third. Yeah. One home I, run allowed. Eight walks. But I mean, <laughs> that's not bad though. I'll take that from Jonathan Holder. And I, mean, I tweet this. Absolutely. I said, Aaron Boone trusts Holder more than Adovino. Let that sink in. And then everybody's like, well, he's better than Adovino. I know. People uh, just don't get it. Like, understand the point is that last year, Adam Adovino was one of the most trusted members of his bullpen, had a sub-2 ERA. Uh, he pitched literally every day. And, you know, this He's might be here Boone. as one of the elite arms of the bullpen. He might have. I mean, this might be Boone's fault for proctoring him last year. Yeah, but... 
he is, he is a proctor. Like he isn't. Yeah. I don't, then, oh, yeah. Adavino, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yes. And then look at Holder, who last year had what an ERA around seven. I think it was six and change. Holder got he sent would, down for a while. Yeah, yeah six point three one last year, Christian. And how about this with Adavino already? Sixty-six and a third innings pitch last year, fourteen earned runs. In just 13 and a third innings this year, he's allowed 11 earned runs. So three less than he gave up all of last season. He's already allowed in just 13 and a third innings. Seven, what's his ERA? 7.43 right now is his earned run to average. He's awful. Yeah. He's been awful. And then yesterday, uh, not yesterday. Yeah, yesterday because we're recording Monday night. Uh, he gets into a little bit of trouble. And who comes to save the day for him? Just Jonathan Holder. <laughs> So not only is Boone using uh, Holder and when Adovino, because you would think you get to that point in the game, you have Adovino ready to to extend the game to the 11th, and he uses Holder instead. So now now Boone is like, all right, here Adam, go take your spot, you know. And then he gets into trouble, and and Holder comes on, he's like, get the fuck out of here, I got yeah. this. I mean, over the dude's last 10 innings, he's only given up one earned run, mm-hmm. and and. To be Jonathan Holder and to and to be able to say that is something that has really helped this bullpen. A bullpen on wood. I mean, you don't want to jinx it, but since the ten run inning in Toronto, the Yankees bullpen is not allowed to run. Yeah, I mean, that's what you want to see. If you're going to be that shitty, you gotta you gotta do a complete one eighty and you gotta do it quick. And that's what this entire team has done. I mean, this entire team in the last week has giving you a completely different feel and nothing much has changed. Guys are showing up and that's what you'd like to see because Outside now you have faith games, in the team. And you know, in the last two games, they really haven't scored. I mean, sat, uh, Sunday night, they won three to one. They were being held down. It, it, they were being held down, uh, you know, Twitter and you know, Oh, Aaron Boone resting guys. Oh, oh yeah. Aaron you do Boone. it too though. You're not fucking, you do it too. You're just as guilty. And then no. you come out, then you come out and you fucking try and blow up my spot like they're a five nothing. Yeah, bro, you're the fucking one complaining first before anyone else, and you're right. You shouldn't be resting guys right now. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about this fight I had with someone, please, please. All I said was pretty much what we said on the show. Maybe we should stop resting guys because there's no proof that resting guys equals let. He goes it. It minimizes their chance of getting injured. I said, yes, you're right. Their chance of getting injured. As in, they don't play as many games, therefore they don't have as many games to get injured in. He goes, no. It's proven that when a guy rests more, he gets injured less. I I ask him for the data, and then I immediately find him research that says there's no correlation between a guy resting and a guy getting injured less. And then he goes... He goes, well, duh, I mean, it's, all I'm saying is there's nothing to prove that it doesn't work. Yes, thank you. Thank you for now proving my fucking point. It's okay. it's just immediate bullshit. Stop resting, guys. It makes zero sense. Bullpen's uh, different. It made Pitching's pl- different. It made plenty of sense yesterday. Why? Because then Glaber was the hero. Yeah, what, as a pinch hitter? Sure. Sure. Let, no, let's rest him. Seriously, he's, he's how old? He's what, 20, 25? He's 40. 40. Yeah, let's, no, let's just rest everyone. Seriously, I really, I think it's such a great move. Listen, it's really worked for the Yankees. 
It's really worked for the Yankees. It really has. Ever since they started resting guys, they've really just stayed healthy and been and stayed on the field. So we should really we should what rest if, more. We should rest guys what more. They, what if they rest them less? And they, get hurt more. and they get hurt more, then then I'm wrong. And then we go back to the drawing board. But I bet you my life it wouldn't happen because you want to know why? There's no way possible this team could be hurt more than they are now. Oh, there is a way. No, there's not, yeah. Christian. There's no, no there fucking is. way. There's no way. Yeah, you. I don't want to start naming guys, but there's definitely a way. There's definitely a way they could be hurt more. Yeah, go ahead. Let's go. Nope. Let's get it to. going. Come on. Let's see how. Nope. When, when's Judge supposed to come back? This weekend? He's got to take. He, he's got to take more swings, right? Don't want to get blamed. Right. For that yeah, one. we're talking about a guy who should have won MVP and sh- and won uh, Rookie of the Year. He needs more swings, though. In 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 the uh, alternate site, please, please get more swings. We want to prolong. We we don't want to give you too much time to be in the game before the playoffs start to give you more of a chance to uh, get hurt again. So He's please fine. take your time. Take your time down there. He's fine. I need fucking they. These guys need swings at the alternate site. Give me a fucking break. Are you kidding? Him and Stanton are out there jogging around, running around the bases, throwing the ball, taking swings. But they need to be in the alternate site right now while this team fucking hangs on by the skin of their teeth. And we're looking. We're scoreboard watching the Orioles, the Tigers, and the Mariners. And we're sending fucking Stanton and Judge down to the alternate site. Give me a fucking break. Seriously. Give me a break. You want to know how I feel? You want to get me started on fucking resting, guys? That's how I feel. These guys are are babied like fucking no other. And it's a joke, and it doesn't work. You cannot fight me that it works. It does not. Yankees are living proof. Okay. Okay? Okay. Okay. I just looked up a stat. Uh, Christian, we were talking about this yesterday a little bit, how... If you had to pick Chris, I'll ask you, since you don't know, what what month over the last couple of years do you think the Yankees play their best or are right up there is when they really start finding it and start showing the kind of team that they are? Um, I'd have to say July. All right. I'm 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 thinking more of June. Okay. So that that would be what? The third month of the season, right? Is June? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say June or July, right, to well, be honest. We're going now. in The playoffs will be technically the June of this year is October because it's the third month of the season. Mm-hmm. And their June records the last two years, 17-9 and nine last year and 18-9 and nine in 2018. So this is a group that, that heat is heating up right now, and this is usually the time when they heat up. So it's it's a good sign that hey. you know if you're looking at the third month of the season is technically where they are, they're at right now. June's a good month for the Yankees. We said maybe the warm weather and that this right. would give them a good start, but maybe it's just the progression of yeah. how many months. Yeah, that theory didn't work out. Let's see if this theory does. I mean, it was working out. It was for, yeah, the first 23 games or 22 games. So, okay. yeah. That's all. Fun fact of that. Good. Hold on, guys. Give Christian a little time. He's got to yeah, watch he's, the he's, fucking he's watching, Giants game. A bit distracted tonight because the Giants are probably losing right now. No, or, they are. Or, or they're winning, and then they'll blow it in the fourth quarter in traditional No, they play, they play good for about a uh, quarter and a half, so that's about their limit. Yeah. Well, I'm just not do? interested in anything Chris has to say today. That's what the problem is. Yeah, yeah. Including, including Manscaped. That was good. He even listened to me. 
You even give me anything. This is your this is your brand. You love these people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I said I said I manscaped a boop, a bop, a bibbity bop. I fucking manscaped in the dark. And you think I'm fucking joking. Come over. What the fuck are you drinking at? <laughs> what is that? It's a bubble, boy. Bubble. I broke that fucking thing. I threw a fast. I had to get a new a, one. I threw a this slider right one. at it. I got a nice cool color scheme. Threw a fucking slider right at yeah. it. Busted my old bubble. See, back to what Chris was saying here is I don't complain about the lineup the second it comes out. I wait until I hear Aaron Boone right. give me a bullshit answer. Right, because you're, I... you're nothing but rational. Sometimes you need to be irrational once in no, a while. you don't need to be irrational. Yeah, you do. You do. You then, need to show emotion because, in life. Because then, then you happen. No because, <laughs> no, because you have to or else people don't take you as seriously. If you don't show any irrationality in your life, in, in the aspect of what you speak upon, then no one considers you as into it as you should be. If you're truly a diehard Yankee fan, you have to be irrational once in a while. I just picked a goober out. Or, or guess about. what? Or guess what? Or you're just indifferent, right? You're, indifferent. you're either you're either rational with some bouts of irrationality, Ugh. or you're just indifferent. I think you're indifferent. I think nothing, oh. nothing puts you over the top. Wait, you you actually texted something. And I was like, "There it is. There's what I'm looking for." You said something, and you weren't joking. And I was like, "Wow, there it is. That's what I was looking for." Yeah, what was it? I forget. You really fucking put down the Yankees for once. And I was like, "Wow, that was it. That was the emotion I was looking for." Well, so so if you're irrational and you sit there and you make, you I know, said logical- bouts of irrationality. Not that you're an irrational person. You're a vast majority of the time. You are rational, sound mind, but you have moments of irrationality as a true passionate fan. That's normal. If you are constantly, not just a vast majority, if you are always 100% of the time, a rational person with your team, it means you are ultimately indifferent. If they don't tip you or if they don't put you over the tipping point, at least once in a while, you are, you must be indifferent. Or you're a robot. Okay, so so every time the lineup comes out, we have to blow a gasket, right? Never, no, see, you don't listen to me. You're so you're so in your own mind, you don't even listen to what I say. I say what? I say vast majority of the time you're rational, what? cool, calm headed, right? Even keeled. But once in a while, the team makes you hit your tipping point. And you get a little guys- irrational. What did I? First of all, I'm the one that's that said this that if the Yankees uh, are healthy, that they need to be playing everybody. Yeah, I know. But then you just turn on your own word to to so that you can virtue signal to everyone that you're rational and that you're. Uh, that's Chris's big, <laughs> you know, big fancy word now, virtue signaling. Okay. Yeah, that's what everyone does now. It's a cool thing. It's what the you know when cool kids used to pee your, pee their pants. Now cool kids virtue signal. I don't even know what that means because I'm not cool enough to know. So Billy, Billy Madison reference. I, what are you going to do? You're going to get upset every time. Oh, oh, Graber said, yeah. No, you know but why. once in a while, I don't need to hear Aaron Boone's fucking rationale behind it 
When I look at a lineup and I say, why the fuck is 20-whatever-year-old Glaber Torres, 22-year-old, 23-year-old Glaber Torres sitting the fucking bench after he was just hurt for X amount of days, got all the fucking rest he needed, and now he's finally yeah. back and producing? I don't need to hear a rational yeah, fucking argument. No, I don't. That. No, yes, I don't. Do. If he's, then, if he's healthy, go I don't need to hear it. On your little keyboard and be like, oh, stupid i'm smarter than him i am you, i am i clearly am if you think that sitting glaber torres is smart you're a fucking moron i'm sorry because the guys hurt non-stop anyway so let's just fucking play him all right you know what you you go do what you have to do i have to take care of something right now <laughs> christian go take care of something um can we pretend like we can't hear him when he comes back if you want and just to, don't even look at the screen we're good I don't know. He doesn't audio. make for good audio. Yeah, he just really. fucking He's sits there. He's off his game. He hey, look, sucks today. Sometimes you go over. Sometimes you know, you go you're back in a slump. Dugout, you gotta, you gotta Maybe go back we to should bench board. him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should bench him. You know what? Christian might need a day off. That might <laughs> be the thing. He might need some rest. I'll talk to him about it. Things aren't looking too good here tonight. We have a big interview tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's tomorrow? Yeah. We were asked kind of. To audition or interview for a new TV show coming out, we would be like the uh, the Northeast or I guess New York sports people. So, well, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes, and then we'll update, give a little update next yeah. week on it. And ultimately, I mean, Christian well, many, is just have, a douchebag. Is really <laughs> right. How many times did Chris virtue signal while I was gone? Oh no, I didn't virtue signal. I came right out and said how I felt. Yeah, he did. So I didn't say anything. Look, dude, it, I said this last week. It might have been last week. The Yankees are in a position where they need to play everybody. So if these guys are healthy, they need to play. Well, you text. I'm also not gonna. I'm also not gonna go on Twitter the second to. No, the you're right. I get it. And it starts and start ripping boom. I get it. I get it. That's you. I want to. I want to hear what he you has to say hear. first. Yeah, and he's going to give you the same line stupid. over and over. When, but he's going to give you the same line over and over. Well, you yeah, line over and over. Well, how often his team gets hurt, and then you're going to look like a fucking moron when he comes out and tells you Gregory Torres winds up back on the IL. I just need to hear that first. That he that was not okay. So all you needed to hear was that he wasn't hurt, and then you were pissed about it. Yeah, he should have okay. been fucking playing. Then that's fair. That's fair. Okay, you also had, you also, both of you were texting about, now this has turned into the fucking NBA where we're, uh, you know, tanking games so we can get better uh, lottery picks. This has turned into that in some sense. You guys are talking about optimal uh, playoff seating because what were you saying? If the Yankees, if it ended today, who would we play? The Rays. Well, it would be the Rays, but wasn't it the other day? Weren't you saying we want to shoot for the Indians like that's who you would want to play. The Yankees have to get into that four-five matchup because uh, that's the that would most likely be the Twins. Mm. That's right. That's where they need to be. Uh, it doesn't look like they're. Good. I don't know. They could catch. Uh, they could catch uh, Toronto. They're playing them this week. Don't they're you think it's so behind. stupid how they're doing it? Don't you think it should just be one, two, three, or division leaders, and then it's seeded from there? Yeah, like I, why I do. is it like that? Why are the two seeds getting a higher seed than anyone else at yeah, that point? Houston, Houston might finish under five hundred, right? <laughs> so they got to make sure that yeah, they're twenty three and twenty four right now. 
but they would be, you know, in that one or two seed uh, for the division. To, so, like, to finish that's my two. that's my point, though. Like, I agree. I mean, how fucking idiotic is this? I don't. I, I don't have not know. met one person who likes Rob Manfred. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, he's I have not, not met one person who has a good thing to say about this guy, likes. and I think he's a fucking moron. I oh, really do. He's had plenty of good things to say about him. Oh, the whole fucking yeah, Astros Houston team likes has. Him. Uh, the the you kidding me? There probably likes him. Jeff Crane loves him. They fucking all love him down there in Houston. Wouldn't you? You cheat your way to the fucking top. All right, but basically, with Yankees have gotten hot now. They won five in a row. Uh, yeah. I don't think we have to worry about them missing the postseason. I hope right not. Now. I really hope not. They really put the Orioles in the rearview mirror. They're back to what? Uh, Five games over 500. Yeah, 26 and 21. I mean, how hard do you want the Yankees to push this now? They're hard. Win, hard. But they're not going to win. They're not going to win a division. Okay. They're not. I mean, look at the numbers. It doesn't it's matter. Too- you have to look at who they're playing. Their fate is in their own hands, so they better push I, it pretty fucking hard. Do you want... I'm saying, though, if you're, if you're Aaron Boone, you're Brian Cashman... Do you want to get out of a potential first-round matchup with the Rays? Do you want to get out of a potential first-round matchup with the A's? I mean, if there's two places that you don't want to go for a three-game series, it's probably those two places. I think they would be at the top of the list. Yeah, but, I mean, at this point, dude, you shouldn't be where you are anyway. But, so you're not you're not even looking at who you're playing. You just got to put your head down and win games now. And and again, it's it's not even about the future. It's about who you're playing. You lose these games against the Jays, you're not going anywhere. If they can't find a way to beat the Blue Jays, which is a fucking disgusting statement that's coming out of me in 2020. If you can't find a way to beat the fucking Blue Jays, you're not going anywhere. Like, it doesn't matter. So if they beat the Blue Jays this month, then they will finish as the as the number two in the American League East. Oh, there's thirteen there's thirteen games left, and seven of them are against Toronto. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. But you gotta win. You gotta win five of those seven. I mean, for me, you have to say the team you don't want to face in the first round is the is are the teams with the best pitching, with the best matchups. So for me, oh, it would, especially sitting in right the, now yeah. in the number one seed in the AL is the Chicago White Sox. Right. So I, the White Sox are a team I wouldn't want to face because with with Lucas Giolito. The Indians I wouldn't want to face with Shane Bieber, although his most recent start against the Yankees last season, he only went one and two-third innings and allowed five earned runs. That was last year. I, this year, he's a he's he's the Cy Young leader, I'd say, in the American League, at posting a 1.53 earned run average, uh, seven and one. Giolito, he did, he's done okay against the Yankees. And then you have the Rays with Tyler Glass now. You don't really want to face Tyler Glass now in a best-of-three series, along with Blake Snell, who's had success against the Yankees this season. There's only one That's- team that I'm nervous about playing in a three-game series, and it's the Rays. Uh-huh. Because when you're going down guy to guy, and I'll even throw fucking Davey Garcia in there at this point from what he's shown me. When you're going down guy to guy, you have to outrank me. And the Rays, okay, you want to pair up uh, Cole and Glass now, mm-hmm. and then they have Morton. Yeah, which they'd go Snell and then Morton. Or they'd go Snell game and one against Snell. Cole, and then Glass now against I'm just Masa. saying that that's the one team that's right. just like, no, they're, fuck. They're, they match up very well, as we've but seen But like the White Sox, you're not going to scare me with the fucking White Sox. Their pitching is not what is going to... No, but you have to keep in mind that this is a three-game series. So yeah. when you're facing 
uh, elite pitching and they they but dominate. So are they? Right. I, they're and, facing uh, right, Garrett of Cole, of course, and that, and they're thinking the exact same thing on their end that the Yankees have Garrett Cole and they don't want to face the Yankees. I'll make a, a statement right series. now. If the Yankees play the White Sox in the playoffs and they lose that series, I will get anything you guys want. Are you listening? Anything you want tattooed right on my ass cheek. Okay. Anything you want. You what know, about a White Sox you logo? You still haven't paid out the last bet that you, you lost. What was oh, it? Yeah, the jet black hair. Oh, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for right, someone to okay. bring over fucking... All right, I'll get on that. Just I, for I men. I totally forgot about it. All right, don't drop ad names now. We gotta, <laughs> let's get some money out of it jfm so it's another win for just for men but like yeah the twins i'll face the twins i'll even face the athletics they these teams until you show me that you're not those teams in the postseason i'm not going to be scared yeah. to face you even the blue jays they've the in recent years whenever the blue jays make it they've found a way to collapse so give me the blue jays give me the twins give me the a's Give me the Astros. I'd love to face the Astros this season. I'll take them in a three-game series without Verlander. Fuck them. But for me, it's it's the Rays, White Sox, and Indians that I'd like to avoid. But even them, you have Garrett Cole in a three-game series. You're Who the, the fuck you're do the, the Indians the have? Bieber? Shane Bieber, Carlos Carrasco. Fuck and Carrasco, that young man. I love I, Carlos Carrasco. I have all the respect in yeah. the world for him. I love what he fucking has done. Yeah. But as a baseball player right now, the Yankees should beat him. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Just if you're talking. You want to talk Bieber, though? He's a stud. Yeah. He's a young stud. Right. But come on. They don't have Clevenger anymore. No. Kluber's hurt, right? Kluber's on Kluber's the Rangers. In Texas. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. So, I mean, he, come on. He's hurt. hurt. Hurt, too. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I mean. Uh, yeah, that's what... Like, you, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying the Yankees right. better oh, no. give me Look, a better excuse. End of the day, Garrett Cole's on the Yankees. And Garrett Cole's the best pitcher in the Ameri- American League. Pitcher. Pitcher. So, we have the, the best team the optimal team for a best of three yeah but baseball's baseball susan uh-huh. um, that that's how you feel how the yankees uh rotation stacks up but do they in this 60 game season do they have the most valuable player on their team i think so man i think it's going to shape up to be that way and i i i think ryan might eat his words i What's mean that? that you said we'd never see Right. Uh, I forgot about that. A Yankee that. MVP ever in our lifetime. And maybe we cut you some slack here. Weird season, short season. But I think no, Luke Voigt's going to... Nah, they I fucking just think love there's Trout, a, There dude. is such a Yankee bias when it there comes to is, these major awards. Wait, wait, we talk about this all the time. Why didn't Judge win, win the MVP? Everyone says MVP's about war this, war that. Well, Judge had everything. You he know who's really the MVP? Up there too is Nelson Cruz. He's got to be on steroids. Three twenty nine average, sixteen home runs, twenty walks, a four eighteen on base percentage. That's wild. Luke Voigt two seventy three thirty five on base with sixteen dingers. He has five more ribbies than Nelson Cruz. Two less though than Mike Trout. Mike Trout's got thirty nine driven in, and Voigt uh, thirty seven. Oh, you can here's here's. Abreu's got 48 runs driven and 15 home runs. That's a 321 batting average, low on base, but that could be another candidate that gets it over Voigt right now. I'd say the top three, four are Nelson Cruz, Mike Trout, Jose Abreu, and Luke Voigt. Not Looking at order. this, though, I mean, Luke Voigt's not even even close. He'll be, t- he'll be talked about. You'd be quiet. No, no, no he'll be talked about, but 
I mean, Ryan might be right here with, with Nelson Cruz. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's... His numbers are ridiculous. You have to do more steroids, Nelson. No, seriously, he's got to be doing something. How old is he? He's in his. He's got to be in his forties, right? I'm gonna pull it up. What are we I thinking mean, here? He had like a I'd couple years 40, where he disappeared. Forty, he's even. forty. Wow, dude, come on! Uh, Incredible. He, you know, I gotta, I gotta change my tune a little bit about Luke Voigt here. Thank uh, you. Shut your mouth. Thank you for this. And I'm only doing it because in, in a, the second consecutive year where these, uh, the wind blows more than eight miles an hour and John Carl Stan has a fucking goddamn calf strain and he's got to, he's gonna, uh, and he's got to miss 40 fucking games in a 60 game season. Oh, I'm so indifferent towards everything, right? Asshole. How many games has he uh, played total in the last two years? 20? He played, did he play 13 what, games eight, last, year? last year? I think he played 18 last year and he's played 14 this year, maybe. Did he even play 14 games this year? Uh, I, th- I think he's at 32 total in the last two years. Uh, let's see. So last year he played 18, 18 and 14. And 14. Yeah, 32 games in the last two seasons. Okay. okay. And Luke Voigt is clearly hurt. Clearly. I mean, he's trying to cover this shit up, but he's in pain. Every, Every game. Time he rounds the bases. You're, I say to myself, uh, he's, he's not coming back out. He's hurt. He's done. He's hurt. And what does Luke Voigt keep doing? The Keeps coming rings. out. It, the bell rings, and who's in the, who's in the ring the next round? Yeah. Hey, and it, and on a team that is constantly going down, you have a different respect for a guy who demands to stay on the field. Yeah, here's, no, here's a quote. Do. Here's his quote um, when being asked about how he's, he's looked like he's. I got to be out here with the boys. Got to be out here with the boys, and I'll do everything to grind through it and do everything I can to help us win. It's been a weird year for our team, so I need to be out there to help them fight through this. So, I mean, that's that's even more so than the play that I've grown even more respect for him as, as much as I was underlooking his talent level. The fact that he's going out there and playing through this, that shows a lot of heart, and that's the kind of player that the Yankees need. He's never going to be a gold glove defensive first baseman. Yeah, we know. But he's got muscles, and he hits but home runs, and my he, wife loves him. He goes out there. He gives you a good A-B every time out. He's been mashing the ball on one foot. I mean, you can't say that you don't respect the effort Luke Roy yes. is giving you this no, year. No, you have to. I, I mean, there's there's and nothing. I think he's definitely erased any doubt anybody, including me, has had about him being the long-term sure. solution at first base. Same here. You might want to carry a defensive caddy for him, and you know, if you're playing Game Seven of the World Series, and let's and and let's not, you know, let's not downplay how much Ford has helped us like. Luke Voigt even thought, more this year. I thought year. you were about to compliment Ford. Like, no, no, no. Like if, no, I know like, what you mean. Yeah, you're... Ford has made it easy for us right. to say, okay. I mean, Voigt's play alone. But now Mike Ford, you look at Mike Ford and just see what how atrocious he is. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I like the guy. Hit. No, well, what's there to like about him? I, I you know, I, I like him. I think he's a, I think he's a. Why? Because he went do, to Princeton? So no, I, like I like a guy. I like it. I don't think first basemen are respected enough. First of all, second of all, I like a guy who can they're come up. Respected if they're any good. I, I like a guy who can come up and might not be the greatest player in the world, but he comes through in some clutch spots. So he's is hitting, is a negative point like five WAR is that considered is that good clutch? or whatever? Is that clutch for you? I'm just trying to make the guy feel he's got good. ten hits this year. Okay. No, he's been awful. He's been legitimately awful. Awful. But 
and I want to say this. I don't want to get off topic, but I got to say, because you brought it up and I didn't have time to respond the other day. Gary Sanchez has had much, much better at bats. You can't look at the box score right now to see what Gary Sanchez has been doing. You have to really look at his at-bats. They're much more productive. He's getting a lot of good wood on the ball. He's just hitting it right at guys. It's usually a sign of a guy turning a corner. I think yeah, over the next week. Yeah, don't like batting average anymore. Yeah. Because Gary's hard hit percentage is, has been way up the yeah. past week or so. He's going to turn he's, he's going to turn the corner. What do they call what do they call it, the barrel rate? Yeah, whatever. Take my fucking barrel rate and shove it up your ass and just hit me home runs. Well, you know what? If your barrel rate's a little hairy like Gary's was, uh, you need previously. a little landscape to clean that up. <laughs> uh, use promo code MIYST20, you could get free shipping and 20% off too. So, I think yes, definitely Luke Voigt deserves uh, to be in the conversation for most valuable player this year. Uh, I, I mean, really, and you know that's why you love so much about Lemayu and Glaber Torres last year is that everybody fell to the wayside, and here they were still in the lineup. And here's a guy that is—he's clearly hurt. But here's what I don't understand: Why is his injury okay to play through, and nobody else's is? Because he's not making thirty million dollars a year. So they don't care if he dies. No, I, I honestly, I think it's. I think it's what dies, it is, and I think it, I mean that that is that in my opinion that is what it is because look at the look at the money well, uh, John Carlos Stanton's making a ton of money. I mean, he's only yeah, but it. the yeah, but his future value, the future value of some of these players is much higher than Luke Voigt. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to just make it that simple. It's got to be more than that, right? Luke mm-hmm. Voigt is a first of all, he's a first baseman. Okay. He doesn't need that foot constantly. And look, his biggest production is home runs right now. So when he's hitting home runs, you don't need to be running for me. In in all aspects of this injury, if he was an outfielder, he wouldn't be playing right now. End of story. Look, Luke Voigt's making $634,000. It's year. wild. It's wild. They have, there is absolutely no risk in running this guy out every day. You remember, when who, you we can, got traded, you remember who we got traded for? Yeah, Chase and Shreve and yeah, Giovanni Gallegos. But we live in a world now where it's about, be, everyone needs to be, but don't you think, everyone matters. Have you seen Chase and Shreve lately? Yeah, he, he looks, looks like, like a fucking caveman. No, 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 no. That it's, hasn't been fed in, in fucking it's like 20 when years. It's like did casting calls for extras for meth heads. And, and he, he was and, supposed and to be fucking eight ball. Up. And then they didn't cast him. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, what he looked like. You look at. He looks like Barry Pepper, who missed his casting as the drug <laughs> addict, fucking homeless guy from Breaking Bad, and then grew his hair out. I mean, when you look at how players would play every day, or even a guy like Tom Seaver would, would start 37 games in a season and he'd throw 35 complete games, is that is the main difference now the money being made? And therefore, it's like an insurance policy where. You don't want to run no. these guys out every day because it, no. it, the it, the main difference is the technology and what we see and how arms heal and what happens after p- guys pitch and how much time it yeah, takes so for them to heal. They're able to identify because back then thing. that m- kind of money could have been equaled in value to what it is now. Don't think that these guys because maybe they made eight thousand dollars in a season that that wasn't a lot of money right back it, then. it's, uh-huh. it's just they knowledge just didn't okay. have the med- they just didn't it's, have the medical imaging yeah. then it's knowledge some, especially when it comes and, to pitching you know and then you know you know like tom siever we walking into the clubhouse like 
hey, uh, Skip, uh, like my arm's broken. And he's like, hey, hey, we got some sap for that. Go rub that shit <laughs> yeah. on there and give me nine today. Like fucking Mickey Mantle used to take a 30-pack and just fucking ice it, ice himself with it. What drink the fuck's it. that supposed to mean? You're making mad for cross side. But seriously, like, I we live in a we live in a time now where everything matters and you must be nice to everyone. And Luke Voigt's value is the same regardless of what he makes in his contract as everyone else because we're all nice and loving and we don't want to see anyone get hurt. I'm telling you that so that rationale does not work for me. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that the Yankees value him less because he makes less money. Maybe 20 years ago, I'd say 100%. And if you want to give me a rational explanation, that's the one that's rational to me. But in the world we live in right now, that could never, it just, it's not possible anymore. I just truly think it's his position. I think it's what he contributes most. Look, Luke Voigt could either be hurt the way he is or be 100% healthy. Not much faster when he's healthy, mm-hmm. right? Give me a hobbling fucking Luke Voigt playing first base. And that's still just as good right. as a completely healthy Luke Voigt. If he's going to keep that- producing. Do you know that they met? They have metrics that measure speed, and he actually grades lower than Gary Sanchez. Wow. Is he actually that, faster with the injury? He might. He might be. He's slower he's than Gary. Well, you got to give Gary credit. Ever since he really lost weight and stuff, he's he actually busted out of the box. He's pretty quick. He's fat and lazy. But but look, let's just say this. Last thing on Voight for me: if he wasn't still producing through the pain, you wouldn't see him out there anymore. Right. right, you think like they would get to a point where they were like, "Okay, we need to get him healthy because he's a shell of himself right now." But it's been the opposite. The guy's been hurt and he's been performing double what we're used to. So you keep throwing him out there. Fuck it. Yeah, no, he's been great. But um, some of these injured guys are coming back. Uh, when you listen to this Tuesday morning. Uh, right before the Yankees start the series with the Blue Jays, Aaron Boone today and then will be radio said that Gio Urshela and Jonathan Wisica will be activated. So that'll that'll strengthen the defense up and uh, add another arm to that bullpen, although we still don't know what the hell is wrong with Wisica. The Yankees never said that it was just a medical condition that required him to go on the IL. It had to be I mean, COVID. They said it wasn't COVID. He okay. didn't go in the COVID protocol. So. Okay, got to be COVID. Uh, Okay, but he that's didn't how go they, in the COVID protocol. That's how they dupe so. you. Maybe he did. Okay, so he had Rona. Did you deal. do you watch the people go into COVID protocol? No. Okay, but everybody else that had fucking COVID, they got shut down. Why didn't the Yankees get shut down? You think Major League Baseball, uh, the Yankees keep playing if they had a guy with COVID? Maybe if you don't disclose it, they don't know. Maybe that's why the Yankees didn't do it. Okay. Maybe they're getting smart. Okay, Alex Jones. <laughs> You're such a dick. It's because uh, I'm smarter than you in in most facets of our of our lives now. It's like literally and you can't handle it, life. and you can't handle it that I keep so myself like, informed. The Yankees had Rona, so but everybody else that has it doesn't get to play through it. Okay, you know, like, oh, the Yankees lied about it. No, they don't have to disclose anything. Yes, they do. So the Major League Baseball knows they're the ones administering the tests. You know what? Here's how fucking stupid Major League Baseball is. We can't disclose anything. But then 
you just put the guy in the IL, but we're going to shut your team down right after it happens, so everyone's going to fucking know who it is anyway. Uh, yeah, okay, it is. We said Isn't it, it fucking stupid. idiotic? Come on. We said it was stupid, but Rob, obviously not. Rob Manfred it's, have it's, kids. No, it's, Look up it's, if Rob Manfred has kids. No, it wasn't because of COVID. That was just uh, the what they agreed in the in the previous collective bargaining agreement, that if it's a non-baseball-related injury or reasoning for going on the IL, that they do not have to disclose it. Look up if Rob Manfred has kids. Why? What are you going to do? Kidnap him? No. No, no, no. I just want I want to know if they love their father. Because there's no fucking way you love this guy. Yeah, he's got a daughter and a son. Okay. I'm reaching out to him. He's got Okay. All right. Well, you know what? You do that. Do you love I'll your father cuz he's a fucking uh, moron. That's what he then is. I'll have Rob Manfred reach out to your kids. Go and ahead. My kids day. fucking love me. My kids love me. If I was Rob Manfred's son, Change my last name. They don't know, but they don't know. Though. If I got married, I'd take my wife's last name. You should. Uh, anyway, now, uh, Boone also said that uh, Stanton and Judge are due back probably by the weekend, uh, which leads you to think, you know, somebody's getting the boot. Somebody's yeah. got to go. Uh, and apparently it's not going to be Clint Frazier. Aaron Boone said, uh, I'll have the quote here. Uh, I love this, by the way. Love this quote. Did you hear this quote, Ray? No. Boone on Stanton and Judge. He said, it, well, actually, this is this is going to trigger Chris. This is what Boone had to say on Stanton and Judge. He goes, we expect them back this week. We'll ease them in. If we bring them back quickly, we'll probably see them play. Then a day off, then play. We'll build them up, hopefully, by the last week of the season where they're going to go three or four days in a row. Unreal. Please, build them up. Let's build them up. Actually, don't have the quote on. Uh, All right, you want me to? You want me to say it? Uh, you can paraphrase it. He basically said that uh, when these guys come back, that uh, Clint Frazier's not going anywhere. He will be in a lineup every day because he's earned it. Yeah, he's he's their starting outfielder. He's starting left fielder. His job to lose. Finally, Clint Frazier. It is your job to lose, which I think is fucking awesome. Right? Well, this Yankees guy has come so Clark, far now. Yankees sent down Clark Schmidt after the game on Sunday. To, that's probably going to be for Loisica, right? Yeah, you know there was. So no they have game. a spot. They have a spot where they don't have to make a move for for one of these guys that are coming back. Yeah, yes, that's correct. Clark okay. Schmidt got sent down, so okay. they don't have to uh, make a move. They might even have another roster spot because they sent uh, Florial down. I don't recall anybody being activated after that or brought. So up. they could have twenty eight, right? Twenty eight. Actually. They uh is it twenty eight right now? It's twenty eight right now. Let me yeah. let me do a quick count. You guys you guys talk while I count the roster. Well Yeah, they only have twenty seven on the roster right now. Yeah, so then the twenty eighth would be Stanton or Judge. Okay, so when they sent down uh when they sent down uh Florial, it was to make room for Garcia. Okay, so here's my move. So I don't know Schmidt, how much you guys agree so with Schmidt me. Schmidt was sent down. So that's probably we'll just wash that out for Elizaka, right? So that's All right. That. All right. So, so now, now we need replacement. Right. Okay. Sorry, Christian. To get Urshela on the uh, Urshela on the roster, somebody's got to go. Tyro Strada, right? That wouldn't be my move. What would be your move? Oh, to get Urshela back? To get Geo back. Good. Give me the bullpen real quick. We we got to have another bullshit arm in there. It's only so. Michael I'm... King or Nick Nelson are the All right, only Michael two. Michael King. Eh, I'm sorry. I know they like him. 
But no. Michael King's got to go, or Nick Nelson, no. one of them. No, I think Nelson would be the move. Okay. I think if you're uh, going by recent uh, performance, Nick Nelson would be the guy that gets. Okay, down. but let's talk about Judge and Stanton now, though, because this is where it's going to get interesting. Because you could say, all right, uh, we'll bring up, uh, we'll we'll just get rid of Nick Nelson or, or King. I think I think it would be Nelson, but whatever. You just get yeah, rid of Nick one of those Nelson. Guys. Yes, especially with the way that the uh, bullpen and starters are pitching right now with uh, Loisica back, they're probably one of those guys is probably expendable. That's your move, right? Mm-hmm. So then you're you're okay for you know probably the Toronto series. I would say by the time they're in Boston over the weekend, you're going to see Judge and Stan. Now two guys have to get. Okay, you ready? Tyro Estrada. Okay. Or Tyler Wade. I think they like Wade's speed. I do too. I think Wade's, but I'm going to go Estrada. Guess who my number two is? Eric Kratz. No. Then they're going to keep three. You think they'll keep three catchers? Yeah. I think they like having three catchers. I think they got to send, I think they have to send uh, Homer back to Springfield. There you go. That's it. Bye-bye, Mike Ford. You are pointless to me. You're pointless to me. You have DJ LeMayu, who's more than capable of playing first base at the same level as Luke Because you know who's got... You know why this has become a bit of an issue now? Somebody also has gotten hot recently. Andujar. Miguel Andujar. Miggy's Miggy's hot as fuck right now. He just won Player of the Week. He won the Montefiore Player of the Week. yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Andujar is probably here to stay, but then, you know, do you consider sending him down because he's not going to play? He's not going to play. Where do you fit Miguel Andujar into the lineup? You got you well, it. But no, he will Chris, play you, because Boone said he's going to ease these guys back into it, so he's going to be DHing every other day, and Stanton or Judge will have off. Honestly, uh-huh. dude, fuck Stanton right now. Uh-huh. Fuck Stanton. Okay. You can't stay healthy for me for two years. You, now you have to earn your spot back. In my opinion, it's tough. Well, how's he going to do that by not playing? And you know that they're no, not play, bench play him. your every other game, right? We got to bench him. We got to sit him. Play your every other game, and every time you you step up to the fucking plate, you do something for me. And if you can't, sorry, not your job to lose. You don't want to fucking stay healthy. You want to come back, and you need to be eased back into it. Then you better perform every time you step up to the fucking plate. And if you can't, screw you. I'm going with my hot You know why it is a good point that it's Mike Ford, too? Because if you look ahead and they're if they are looking at what's the what's the lineup, what's oh he's taught he's calling John Carlo. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. You could tell John Carlo I think he's a fucking piece of shit right now. You hear that? For all I care. I really don't. You know he'd kill you. He he would kill me in three seconds. But I don't care. I think he's I really I have no respect for the guy right now. I really I don't. Not, no respect. None. None. You played 32 fucking games for me in two seasons, one of which you only had to stay healthy for 60 days. Yeah, but here here we go, right? John Carl Stan, game one, playoffs, three-run home run, Yankees win. Yay! 100%. 100- now you have to do something for me. I, I, I had your back the whole time. Now do something for me no, or get the fuck play. off because I don't care about you anymore. But if you were in Yankee Stadium, you'd boo him. I would not boo him. I would not boo him. But if you look ahead at the one player that you would see, like not getting any playing time in the postseason, it would have to be Mike Ford because you could see Eric Kratz maybe even sneaking in a game if they if they go with Higgy for a defensive replacement, then pinch hit him, and then Kratz is your catcher in the ninth inning. But with Mike Ford, Chris, you said LeMahieu can play first. 
So if Voight needs to come out of a game late, you put LeMayu at first and you throw T. Wade over at second as a defensive replacement. I'm, put, I'm only keeping Kratz because he's been in the league for so long. And I like I like a guy like that with, with that kind of leadership and that kind of experience to be on my team in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has a lot of matchups with a lot of different guys that maybe, uh, you know, a veteran bullpen guy comes into a game and Eric Kratz actually has a decent history against them. And, you know. You, you know that Garrett Cole's best start of the year was with Higashioka behind the play. Right? Oh, yeah, you tweeted that. Thanks for thanks for bringing attention to that. Then, it, the, I, then I, that's I all I saw to, after that. I didn't have to bring attention to it. Attention was already brought to it. It's crazy, man. It's S- fucking... Out of the guy's own mouth, he says how much he loves Gary Sanchez and how well no, but, Gary Sanchez but you know, has been. But, but come on, come on! It's really that he is saying that because uh, Boone told him he has right. to be nice to Gary. Yes, <laughs> you know that. No, you laugh, but that's like what this world has come to. Gary Cole really, gets paid. He really he gets hates paid. Gary, but Adam Gary Cole gets paid. Has to be nice to him. Yeah, Gary Cole gets paid. <laughs> By the Yankees to say those things. Trust me. Okay. Do you I, have evidence? So, no. Just, trust, uh, just we, trust me, bro. No, we might have to. We might have to get more leaked audio of that <laughs> of that meeting between Brian Cashman and Garrett Cole running. All right. To be nice. To I Garrett. could. I could. I could talk to my source. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're we're getting a lot of backlash here, uh, Garrett, and uh, you're making a lot of money. Just trust, just trust me. He's oh, just trust me. He feels that way. I'm working on a call. Anyway, too. I'm working on a call. And, and anyway, what's your proof? Um, Garrett Cole said it. Garrett, That's not even proof. Garrett Cole kind of sounds like Kermit the Frog when he speaks. If you listen next time he speaks, <laughs> he has a little Kermit in him. So wait, he does who, kind of. who are the three guys that we're saying are, are going? It's going to be Tyro Estrada, one of Michael King or Nick Nelson. Nick Nelson, I think and you can put you in the You two books. think it's going to be Mike Ford. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, think I, he's the I, most expendable the guy. The way you right talk now. about it, I think you're right. I think he is the most expendable. The Yankees guy. can't get rid of both Wade and Estrada. Somebody's got to be a backup middle infielder. 100%. And I think Ryan made a great point with with his speed. The value Wade brings for that role is right. way speed and defense are plus compared to much Estrada. greater than what Estrada is going to bring yeah. you. Even though at the end of the day, I think Tyro Estrada is going to end up being a much better baseball player than Tyler Wade. Right. Right now, for higher, what they bring uh, to the ceiling. table, uh, Tyler Wade's much more valuable to I'm the not, Yankees. I'm not stealing this because it's been stolen by other people, so we'll give uh, credit to where it's due. Uh, uh, M, she does it on Twitter, actually came up with this and said that Tyro Shotta was shot and missed less games than Jacoby Ellsbury did. Tyro Estrada. I forgot Estrada was the one who got shot. But also, Tyro Strada was shot, and he still sucks at baseball. So. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you Can't know, laugh at crying. I mean, your boy Hubs, he, he, that was grand larceny, what he did to that tweet. He yeah. took it as his own, even though that... He's not my boy. I've talked to him boy. a couple times. He's not my boy. Um, yeah, so that's... I'm going to say it. I mean, you, you got to say Estrada... Nelson and uh and, and Ford right there. Yeah. Those are the three I think guys. I honestly I think we're dead on here. Yeah. Uh you know Actually, what? Actually, you know what? Go ahead. Go say what you're gonna say. I was just gonna matches. say that I feel like we think outside of the box sometimes, and I feel like 
as much as Mike Ford is the is the move, you might I wouldn't be surprised if it's not Ford. I wouldn't be surprised if they find another way and not get rid of Ford, but that's my three. I, I think Mike, this is what I was just about to say. Does Mike Talkman have options? Can he go? Oh, let me tell you something. Mike Talkman, it, it might as well just be a fucking cardboard cutout. He has because to have options. About, because think about it, right? Yeah, he definitely you're, does. You're bringing back two outfielders and Stan and Judge, even though you're probably not going to see Stan in the outfield. If you're going to... If you're going to carry a fourth outfielder for defensive replacements, you know, Brett Gardner, right? You're going to, and really, that would only be for Frazier in left field. And you're not going to sub out Hicks or, or uh, Judge. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a little wild card one. But I don't know because he's been, he's been I think a talk, little bit lately. I, I think you'll see Ford before you see talk. But he can't, he doesn't talk to talk this year. Nah, he's not he talking sucks or walking. Yeah. He, he sucks. But you talk about def- deflating a guy, maybe that's not the right move long-term if yeah. you want to try and give him a shock with Gardner leaving next yeah, year. Yeah, but, but you know what, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah Mike Ford is... I hear Mike you. Ford's the the move. He's the move. Yeah. Talkman sucks, but Mike Ford's the move. And if you want to yeah. rationalize it by what you just said, fine. Yeah, that's the that's the only thing, though. It is the fine. outfielder depth. But Talkman's not my future anymore. Right, I, so, I mean, so many uh, of these guys just suck right now. Somebody asked what your 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 uh, perfect Yankee lineup would be, and all healthy. This is what I tweeted. See if you agree. Uh, will Mayu leading off second, okay. Judge in right field, okay. Voight first base, okay. Stanton at DH, Glaber okay. at short, Frazier in left, Urshela at third, Gary at catching, and uh, Hicks uh, batting ninth center field. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that lineup. I would switch Gio and and Gary. I like having the the bottom of my lineup round up, round out nicely. I think Gary like a sneaky pop though in the eight hole. I think Gary, whether he be because hot don't or you, on, don't you think pitchers kind of uh, go a little bit more relaxed for the seven, eight, nine hitters? You could see a, a groove to to Gary in a playoff game. Yeah, well, they don't pitch around for a pitcher. You you're always looking for, like when when people say the Yankees have no, no holes, no breaks for a pitcher, they mean that they don't have the typical like decompression of a pitcher where he gets to the bottom of the lineup and he's just like, all right, I'm gonna throw more strikes here. Not gonna get cute. I'm gonna give him my best stuff. So you'll see a lot of you'll see a lot of good pitchers strike out the top of the lineup more than they do the bottom, and the bottom of the lineup making more contact because they're not getting cute with these guys. They know they can beat them, but when the Yankees right. have guys at the bottom of the lineup that can hit, they're fucking unbeatable. What was their bottom of the lineup yesterday? It was like Higashioka, Estrada, and Wade. It was enough to yeah. want to fucking vomit. When the uh-huh. Yan- you can make the argument that when the Yankees have a bottom three in their lineup that are hitting. That's when they're their best. Yeah. I mean, really. The only thing that I could see with a flaw in the lineup that I gave is that they're not going to bat Hicks ninth because he's the only left-handed hitter in that lineup. So they're going to stick him somewhere in the in, middle in that three in that three to six. You know, maybe in that three, five, six area yeah. to break up all the righties. Which but is stupid. I, I, I like him at the bottom but like that. I like him nine because, A, he sucks. 
Sucks. Hate him. No, but his greatest attribute as an offensive player is he walks all the time. He has good at. He has very good at bats. He walks all the time. He bro. does and walk. If gonna, and, and if you're going to be a nine hole hitter walking at the, what's his on base percentage, Ryan? Give me his batting average and then give me his on base percentage because it is fucking remarkable the separation in between the two. I think he's hitting like 206 and his on base is like 350. Yeah, his batting average this year is uh two was a 208 and his OBP is 373. Jesus, it's even Oh bigger my than god. Wait, first of all, let's just start here. He's batting 208? Yeah. What a fucking loser. He's got 32 walks. But look yeah, at but that separation. Yeah. No, he's walking at a at a very high clip. Bro, this year. you say it all the time. What's the goal? A hundred points higher, right? Yeah. You yeah, want your OBP one sixty, dude? That's almost. I mean, and 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 he he was starting to show that last year. But if you look at last year, he only he only had thirty one walks in two hundred fifty five plate appearances. He's got thirty two walks in one hundred and fifty eight plate appearances this year. So. Much less amount of at bats or plate appearances, and he's still. And he really doesn't strike out a lot. You could hit Hicks leadoff, but yeah. I don't want to drop everybody down in the lineup. Right. So that's why I want him ninth. Plus, Agreed. Hicks doesn't have leadoff guy speed for me. Like I'm not saying he's slow by any means. No. So DJ then at that does. point, at that but at that point, no, you'd rather have the contact. Guy. No, but DJ first of all is right. He's going to set the table a lot more often than. Than Hicks, but also he's just a smarter baseball player. I mean, Hicks makes some stupid fucking moves out there. Plus, he has some power in that first you know inning. What I'm saying, give me, you know, once you go through the lineup, once right. it doesn't matter. Anyway. Right. So if you stick him in front of Lemayu and Judge, a guy gets on base at the rate that he does. You know, I, I like that a lot. Better I don't than, like. I don't mind that. I like. That I don't. A lot. Then I like that a lot better than just batting him third or possibly six just to break up your lefties. Look, like break up all your righties. If Aaron Hicks is is fucking popping out forty home runs a season, you want to throw him in the middle of this lineup, fine. But his, I didn't realize how good he is at getting on base. Like I knew he was good, but not not this. He's got good. more walks than hits this year. So like, if you if you need to capitalize on what he does best, he makes no sense being in the middle of this right. lineup. Right, if he's gonna get on base for me and 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 not be really a lot from contact, clearly that he's batting two oh eight, then you need to put him at the bookends of this lineup, whether it be first or last. No, and then it would be ninth because you don't want to bump everybody down a spot. Yeah, for for fucking Hicks. Yeah, for Hicks. No, I like that lineup. All right, so uh, we'll look ahead here. Okay. Yeah, here's a look ahead. Beat the Blue Jays. Uh, okay. That's it. Yep. Here you go. You're Wait. playing the Blue Jays. Win. There's your fucking actually, look ahead. Actually, we do have one uh, request for uh, today, and it's from our boy Ryan at Stadium Status. Uh, actually, we can give shout-outs to uh, Finker, Finkbiner Sally, at Finkbiner Sally, at Tyler DTR and at Don Sicario. We can all give shout-outs to them. Don't, don't. Uh, and at stadium status, our boy Ryan, he goes, my guys, we're actually the fellows, bro. Okay. Yeah. What a change from where the Yanks were a week ago. What's the worst team for the Yanks to face in the first round? He thinks it's Cleveland and with their pitching staff. I think we, we went over that. I think it's probably, what would you say? The, the I don't want to go to Oakland or Tampa. Here's what I'm going to say. No team. No team is the worst because 
I need to go into this with the mentality of what we need to be. And we're the New York fucking Yankees, and we are the best team in baseball. I don't care. Nothing changes that. And if you can't perform to that to that level, then it's a bust. It is a worthless season. So uh-huh, theoretically, you theoretically, you want me to answer it? It's Tampa, and it's strictly because, not just because of their pitching, it's strictly because the Yankees fucking suck a D in that right. shit stadium, right? And, yeah. and on top of that, the Rays are really good, and they seem to beat the Yankees every time they play them, and their pitching's really good. But most of all, over anything else, is that shithole of a stadium they mm-hmm. play in. And he, go, he, go, he actually goes on to say, he says, Gloria sends her blessings. <laughs> Not really, but you know. <laughs> so uh, I, it was, it was uh, well, we'll wish Ryan and Gloria a happy anniversary. It was their anniversary earlier in the week, and... I said, so I tweeted, I said, happy anniversary. And I said, you know, it's funny how you're, how Glory is, is more popular than any of the hosts on the NYYSC podcast. Sure. And he went back and told her that. And she rolled her eyes and said, and said something snarky about uh, being popular on a sports podcast. Bro, bro, get your fucking girl in line. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's all I have to say. You want to talk theoretically? Fine. But realistically, no one. I don't give a fuck. Give me anyone. And if this team thinks they have any excuse or any justification not to win a World Series this year, they're out of their fucking minds. And you guys can blame Boone. You guys can blame Cashman. All you fucking want. But they he gave us what we need. When these guys aren't performing or aren't staying healthy, you can't just then blame the GM healthy. for it. Healthy. Healthy. Okay. I mean, let's really hold look, these fucking players accountable for once. We got 13 games left in a season. The Yankees are going to wrap up this homestand with three against the Blue Jays before they head out for their first and only trip to Fenway Park. You're going to Fenway year. Park. Yeah. And then uh, and then after we record on Sunday night there, that's it. We're down to the final seven games. You know, you're going we'll to see how, Fenway Park. How far up the ladder the Yankees can move. I think it's going to unless. The Rays just decide they don't want to win any more games this year. They, they, I, I can't see the Yankees winning the division. They are what? They are uh, uh, four out with, with uh, what we say, 13 games left to play. Four in the loss? Yes. Hey, and they, stranger things have happened. And they don't own any tiebreakers because the Rays, you know. Stranger things have happened. And, the, and you know what? Honestly, I'm going to go out I'm on a limb and say this. The Rays, the Rays fucking suck. They're not that good. The the fact that they have this fucking record is a joke. They're not that good. They're not going to win a World Series. I'm telling you right now, they suck. They're not that good. Are they going to be good? Yes. You can't make COVID jokes. I'll make fucking all the COVID jokes in the world. I'll make any COVID fucking joke you want. But right now, I'm talking about the Rays. And they fucking aren't as good as you think. They're not. Who's good? Who's good on that team? Uh, Tyler Glass now. Okay, I'm not talking about pitching. I'm obviously talking Austin about the Meadows. Okay, Oaks not that Meadows. good this year. Not having a good year. Keep going. G-Man Choi is having a nice year. Okay, G-Man. Think about that only sentence. Think about that right, sentence. Right. Only, and then just fucking go he... stick your finger down your throat. Kevin Kiermaier does well against the Yanks. Kiermaier, loser. Keep going. Uh, Who's the Frenchman? Brussel. 
Brousseau. Oh, yeah, that jerk. Brousseau. Fucking punk. Brousseau, Keep going. Yeah. Brousseau. Keep you, going. Yeah, you called, they're not that good. Punk, you, okay. They're they're just not. And and get into that well, mindset. Look, they're all hurt. And get still into winning, the mindset. So. Listen to me and get into that mindset. No, I agree with you. I like your. I like how you're approaching. Like it, fuck them, bro. Fuck them. They're not that good. Yeah, that's what the Yankees did when they played the Orioles this week. They went fuck the or mm-hmm. the Orioles just beat us three to. F- they fucking suck a dick. Right. Let me go out there and let me show them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And they fucking swept them. Yeah. That's how you got to play it. Trust me. Right. I should be the GM. Yeah. Okay. Maybe next year. That would be my speech to the team. Home. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, you know what? Before Chris says anything else, he's going to regret. Uh, let's wrap I don't up regret. the show. I have here. no regrets. Yeah, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. All right. So, uh, yeah, what I mean, episode is this? Who cares? Who cares? Uh, anyway, 193. Episode 193. Please follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Um, maybe one day we'll uh, do things that we're supposed to do and uh, put out this. Merch yeah, and maybe we, now that uh, now we can, since they're winning again, you can't put out merch when the team sucks. No one wants to buy no, merch. You, no, you can. You, you yeah, but it's can. just stupid because no one cares. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm smarter than everybody. I am. Uh-huh. I am. I read a fucking book. Read a book once in a while. You read a, you read a book. It was like I read ABC. four books in the last month. So oh wow, they all they they all had like giant printing. <laughs> <laughs> seriously it's like the books i read to my kid seriously you're a dick you are and you know what give me more credit for being smart don't fucking undermine me i'm an when, intelligent when human being deserve- that's what look, smart look, people look, do they ask look, for credit for being smart <laughs> what look bro i saw you for the first time in person in a long time the other day yeah uh, yesterday and i told you how good you look so yeah when you went and when then you tried is- then you asked me to go to the bathroom i said no Uh, nobody you know you could have just given me credit for being smart and then we wouldn't have to go down that path no when when you deserve credit you will get credit thank you no i appreciate it seriously i've been working really hard but on your brain you have been working very hard i have i'm actually a very smart person but that's we'll save it for another episode okay All right, so uh, thank you for listening to episode 193 of the NYYST podcast. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. I'm, I'm done with him. Stack Guy Ride. Oh, Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. <laughs>